Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and this is the Spooky SLV Podcast, and I'll be your host, Brad Hicks. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Spooky SLV Podcast. Um, we've got three more stories for you tonight, all three from the Sierra Grand students. And I said this last week, and I'll say it again this week. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you very, very much because my podcast wouldn't have gotten off the ground or it'd be just be flat dead <laughs> if it wasn't for you guys. It would have been died a couple of months ago, probably. Um, so if you've got more stories, send them in. Or if you know somebody who has more stories, send them in. But anyway, here we go. Okay, first story we got is from Ivan Molina uh, called Abuelito. It was my dad's birthday and I chose to hang out with him. It was just us, all day. We talked about my grandpa because he had passed a couple of months before in December. As we reminisced, I felt these vibes that we shouldn't have been talking about him and I kept feeling watched. We continued throughout the day and that night. I went to sleep and to get ready for the next day, but I had a dream about my grandpa. I just randomly woke up. I tried brushing it off. It was obviously just a dream. But that next night, I had some sort of sleep paralysis, and I remember seeing my grandpa and thinking it was him. At the moment, I was scared. It had just gone away, and I was able to move. When I got up, I remembered I was going to get a drink of water. I paused in the hallway with fear and surprise because I could see the figure of my grandpa sitting where he'd always sit. What's going on, I thought to myself. Rubbing my eyes in disbelief, I still saw my grandpa sitting there. It wasn't until I turned on the light, walked closer, and the light blinded me that I didn't see him sitting there anymore. To this day, I wonder if I was just tired or if my grandpa was giving me signs that he was there with us. My sister has had the same experience on, in just three different rooms. And it just sends chills down my spine knowing someone can truly be there. Yeah, you know what, Alfred, I, or Alfred, I'm sorry, <laughs> Ivan, I have had kind of similar experiences to that, where you see somebody you know to be gone, but you see them where they've always been. And I've never told anybody, but after my grandmother died, uh, her, her brother, and her and her brother died in a car wreck when she was in like her 70s. And uh, uh, her niece was driving the car. So, her niece survived, but they didn't. And uh, I'd say well, it was in the middle of winter when that happened. And it was about midsummer that I just happened to look outside. And I swear to God, I saw my grandma walking around the house with her hands behind her back and her little, they were almost scrub top shirts, which she just loved to wear those. I, it was like she was just wandering around enjoying the sunshine. And it freaked me out. Didn't tell anybody about it. This is the first time I've ever mentioned it to anyone. So... Yeah, I got you. I know exactly how you feel. The next story is by Orlando Mays, entitled Crawfish. On a Friday morning, I hooked up the big country fifth wheel camper to the F-450 dually and headed up to the mountain home reservoir with my German shepherd named Lamello. When we got to the reservoir, nobody else was camping there. After leveling the camper and hooking up the generator, the sun was finally going down. If uh, something bad were to happen, no one would be there to help. I brought all the supplies I needed for the weekend, including guns for protection. 
It was finally dark where the moon was not out and very cloudy. I got my net and my light out to hunt for some crawfish. Caught about 10 pounds of crawfish after an hour. My goal was to catch 15 pounds of crawfish, but then I heard something loud swimming in the water. I ignored the sound and continued to catch crawfish until I heard the door of the camper slam closed. I ran back to the camper to see if Lamella was okay and he was just chilling on the couch. I didn't search the camper to see if anyone was in there. I walked out to go hunt for more crawfish. I was about 30 feet away from the camper when I heard Lamello start crying and barking. I ran back to the camper. Saw a dark figure run out. I sprang into the camper to see if Lamello was okay. But he got ripped in half and guts all over the floor. I was pissed off. I went to get my Mossberg 500 Street Sweeper shotgun out of the backseat of the F-450 and went to go hunt down that dark figure. I saw the figure head south up the mountain in between all of the trees. I headed up that way. It was very dark, so I turned on my flashlight that was connected to the shotgun. Once I was able to see, I saw Big Joe being hanged from a tree with his eyes popping out. Behind Big Joe, I saw the dark figure trying to skin him like a deer. I started shooting my shotgun in the, at the dark figure and it disappeared off into the distance. I took Big Joe off the rope and carried him back down to the camp, camper to zip in the sleeping bag. I turned off the lights in the camper to go to sleep and I tucked my shotgun right next to me just in case anything else happened. It was 3 a.m. on a Saturday when I woke up to a banging sound on the camper. I got up to check what the banging sound was. It was Big Joe banging his head on the bathroom door. When I threw a cracker at him to see if he would move, it looked like he got possessed. I got my shotgun and left the camper quickly. While Big Joe was running, trying to attack me. While I was running, I loaded my shotgun to shoot Big Joe. After the first shot, he didn't go down. I let off five more shots and he was still running pretty quick at me. I only had one more shell, so I aimed it at Big Joe's head and pulled the trigger, and it blasted his head off. I freaked out and ran back to the Ford F-450 and took back off to Houston, Texas. Interesting. You said you were up at Mountain Home Reservoir, huh? Okay. Well, first of all, cool story. I like that one. Uh, did you ever get a really good look at the dark figure, or was it just a dark figure? And secondly, who was Big Joe? <laughs> Sorry. I know you had your dog, uh, uh, Lamalo there, but who was Big Joe? I got lost in the story. I understand where, what happened and everything, but I'm assuming Big Joe was your other dog or another dog or I don't know. Anyway, thanks again for the submission, but I appreciate it. Okay, our final story tonight is, okay, come on, fingers, do your fingers right, come on, come on, come on, come on, is by Alexis Johnson, a Sierra Grand student. Um, Alexis, I read one of hers last week, too, so I didn't realize she'd had two in here. Okay. Alexis Johnson, this was entitled Sneaking Out. This is around the time when the new park in Blanca had come out. It was during summer 2020. I lived in this house by the park. I would always have friends over and we would always sneak out because my mom had never caught me. 
almost every time at 2 a.m. we would leave my house. We would just walk out the front door because my mom's room was upstairs and you can't really hear the door open. One night when we were going to sneak out, my mom was staying downstairs forever and not wanting to go up. I told her, good night, Ma. I'm going to go to sleep. She said, good night, babe. I'm going to head up in a bit. It was around 12 in the morning and I heard my mom still awake. I was so curious as to why she hadn't gone to sleep yet. She was always out before 10. My stepdad and stepsister were staying with us at the time. I was always a bad influence on my stepsister. I asked her if she still wanted to sneak out with me and some friends, and she, and she said, yeah, let's do it. We snuck out, but I went out the back door this time. I had never snuck out this way, and we had to walk through a creepy alley to get to the park. My sister was really worried and saying all this stuff. I told her, if you keep thinking about this stuff, it's going to happen. You're basically manifesting it. She stopped saying it, and I was getting worried because she was walking faster than me. I asked her what was wrong. She, she said she just wanted to get to where the light was because she felt people walking behind us. I was really worried about her because she never acted like this when we snuck out. We arrived at the park and were having fun. Our minds are free of what just happened. Leah was laughing and having fun with our friends. I was just swinging on the swings when I heard feet dragging down the alley. I didn't think much of it because we were in a fenced area around light and lots of people. When it was time to leave, it was about 4 a.m. Our friends went back home like we split ways. My sister and I were walking out of the park when suddenly a car drove by us super fast. Whoever was in the car, they didn't even stop at the stop sign. They just sped across. My sister looked at me and was scared. She said, Lex, should we call our parents and just tell them we are here because I'm too scared to walk or even run home? I looked at her and told her, it's going to be fine, bruh. Don't trip. We were walking home through the alley. We heard the car again and it was going slow. The alley was dark and you really couldn't see it, see down down it because there were no lights. We waited until the car seemed far away. Then we ran across the road to the alley that led to my house. When we were running back, Leah was laughing because she tripped and was so scared, but she was distracting herself by laughing. I was thinking in my head, just leave her and go inside. Ha ha. I stayed, stayed and waited for her while she was getting up. We jumped the fence and ran through the yard. We went into my room and we talked for talked about it for a minute. Then all of a sudden we heard the car passing through the alley. We didn't care much about it at this point because the doors were locked and we felt safe. In the morning we told our parents and they told us that's what we get for sneaking out. I don't know if that's actually a creepy story per se. It is kind of a scary one just simply for the fact that you don't know what's going on. You know, it could be, you know, in today's modern world, it could be an abduction or human trafficking. You just never know. Or it could have been somebody you knew happened to see you and was cruising back by looking for you, wanting to say hi. You just never know. But Alexis, I appreciate your submission. Thanks. Okay, guys, that's going to do it for me tonight, and I appreciate you listening. I want to uh, thank my friend Andres Herrera again for uh, giving me the intro and outro music and getting me started on this podcast. I want you guys to show him some love by going and checking out his podcast called The Decibels Deep Podcast. He does uh, music reviews, 
album reviews. He does reviews about people I've never heard of before. But once you get listening to it and everything like that, some of the music that he puts out there, actually 99% of the music that he's reviewed is actually really good music. I've started listening to a couple of them since then. But check him out on uh, the Decibels Deep podcast on Spotify. You can also check him out on Instagram at Entropy in Motion Music and at Decibels Deep podcast on Instagram. So give him some love, show him some love, subscribe to his page, uh, follow him on Instagram, get him some followers, get him going. And uh, last but not least, we are going to talk about support again. (laughs) I know it's getting old, Brad. It's getting old. But it's important. It's, it's not important. I enjoy doing this. It's fun, but I just had my podcast mixer fry out on me as I was recording these last two episodes. The first episode, it just, I was halfway through the episode and it just, you could hear it crackle and fizzle. And then my voice, you couldn't hear it through the headphones. It fizzled out on me. So I'm kind of winging it right now, but, um, yeah, I would say if, you know, you guys want to support would be great. Um, it works kind of like Patreon where you're, there are three different tiers. There's the 99 cents, the $4 and 99 cents and the $9 and 99 cents. It's a monthly thing. If you want it to be a monthly thing, um, you can pledge 99 cents a month. You can pledge, pledge the four ninety nine a month or the, you know, the nine ninety nine a month. I am considering doing, uh, perks for the higher tiers. You know, uh, a lot of you know me as an artist and I do illustrations and stuff like that. But you know, at the nine ninety nine tier, you may end up and I still haven't got this worked out yet, but like uh, I would illustrate a scene from one of the stories. And then that would be your perk is the scene, an original drawing from one of the stories uh, for the four ninety nine tier. You could end up with a, 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 a print of one of those illustrations but the support helps me out a lot because as i said my equipment is failing yay um and you know it just helps well it helps me get new equipment it helps me out here um it's just i you know and i i I have a hard time with this because i don't like asking for help (laughs) i really don't i hate asking for money but um it's up to you. If you want to, you can subscribe. You can do the, uh, 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 you know, minimum tier, middle tier, top tier, whatever you want to do. It's up to you. You don't have to do a monthly thing. You can do a one time and then cancel it. That's all there is to it. Um, it's greatly appreciated by me. Very much appreciated by me. Hell, just you listening is appreciated by me. I'm having the time of my life doing this. But, uh, you know, things are tight. It uh, it would it would be nice to have some support from y'all. Um, I'm not putting pressure on anybody, I promise. But thanks again, guys, and y'all have a wonderful evening.